Welcome to the Aspieland Podcast. I'm your host, John Allen. Come with me on an adventure into the world of Asperger's Syndrome, also called Autism Spectrum Disorder. Everyone is welcome here, whether you have the disorder or you're interested in learning more about it. We're here to help you understand, share, and relate. We're just about to get started, so come on in. Greetings and welcome once again to Aspieland. This is part two of our two-parter talk about... Ignorance is bliss or dangerous. <laughs> yes, and... It can be both. Yes, for real. Obviously, we're going to pick up where we left off the last time. For those of you who are new to the podcast, please know that you're welcome and accepted here. We're trying to teach both those of you who are on the spectrum and those of you who are neurotypical that this is worth exploring a relationship with one another. And it's it's something that we need to do. Well, and we want to talk about ways we can deepen our relationships with each other. And, and like you always say, come to a better understanding. Yes. So without any further ado, let's get into the second part. And whether this goes the direction of, of a diagnosis or not, the idea that I'm not being heard by you is very painful for the neurotypical spouse. And I wasn't aware of that. You could have even said it straight out, and I probably wouldn't have believed it because I'm like, well, you're married to me. You got married, so <laughs> what's the problem? But it is a problem because mm -hmm. we're not communicating right. effectively. Right. And I'm not talking back. Now, as a person who is on the spectrum, I did not sit there, fold my arms, and say, I'm not going to talk about this, or I'm not going to feel anything because I don't think your point is valid. You did or you didn't do that? No, I did not do that. Okay. I always had a slightly open door. Okay. But I kept a real, I kept my hand on the on the door <laughs> On knob. the doorknob. Okay. Yes, I did. Mm -hmm. And so I wasn't about to let that doorknob go too far open because I was afraid that if you actually saw what I was going through or, and all that mm -hmm. stuff, you'd walk away from me in a second mm -hmm. and you okay. wouldn't be there anymore and I would lose what I had. Okay. And because... Okay. I want relationship more than anything. Mm -hmm. I'm going to clutch onto that relationship, mm -hmm. good, bad, or indifferent, until you walk away. I'm going to hold on to that. But I'm it, the problem with that is I'm I'm holding on to an ideal. Right. I'm and not holding on to a reality. <laughs> yes. And that's a hard one to crack. I think the mis well, I don't know if the word mystery, but I think the the thing is, you're, I think the word ideal was a, a very good word because this was comfortable. Going somewhere new in a relationship is frightening, and it exposes parts of your heart and soul that maybe haven't been, that have been hurt. So we protect, we protect ourselves. We all do it. All of us do it, you know. Yes, that's true. All of us do things to protect ourselves. But being a little open to saying... I want this relationship to be better. That might be not a bad thing. <laughs> that may be a good thing. Yeah, and part of the problem for the neurotypical spouse will be getting that crack in the door. But here's the thing. So I'm speaking for the neurotypicals. You speak for why, why, why should you open the crack? What's in it for you to open the crack, to open up the relationship? Two things. I think, in trying to think about this as thinking back to where we were 
One, if I open the door a crack, maybe she'll stop talking about it. <laughs> and then I won't have to deal with it. Okay, that was that's okay. That's fair. <laughs> okay. And I think the other one is way back in the back of your head is the thought that maybe she's right. But I mean, it's way back there. Mm -hmm. And you have to kind of think that to yourself and wor work that out in, in your head mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because it's like, this is not what life has been like. Mm -hmm. This is not what my life has been my whole childhood and young adulthood and all that stuff mm -hmm. before the marriage. The pre-marriage life mm -hmm. was not like this. It was it was hurtful. Mm -hmm. It was it was anguish and pain mm -hmm. and loneliness and all that stuff. Right. And if I open up too far, all that stuff is going to come flying out. And I think I would have been, I would be scared of that. Mm -hmm. And I think I would scare you to death with that. Mm -hmm. And I was deathly afraid that you would walk out. Mm -hmm. So the thought that ignoring it is better because it feels safer? I know it doesn't make any sense. Okay. It doesn't. Okay. But yeah. That's the way the mind right. was working. And a lot of people, honestly, because as I was listening to you talk, it's very hard to really share real feelings and be honest with yeah. each other. Yeah. But the whole relationship, that's what it's about, is when you are with someone and you are who you are at the core, you know, yeah. who you really are. Right. And... It's understandable you want to have a safe space to share that in. And we both need to provide that safe space. But I can tell you from a neurotypical point of view, if it gets ignored too long, it, it comes across that you don't care. Okay, and you're in your own thing, and, the time, and you want to do your own ticking, stuff. Man. And the timer is ticking yeah. because, you know, we can pretend but if we want genuine relationship, it's going to be painful, messy, and stuff's going to come up. And yes, we can attest to the fact that I think that was the idea of when you have to lay that template of Asperger's spectrum over your life and go, oh my goodness, well, no wonder this da 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 when you get down to that. That is pretty painful. And we've we've talked about some of that on some other episodes. Yeah, so has it been worth it? Because I think that's what I wouldn't have it any other way than okay. having it. So we are communicating. Mm -hmm. Now back then I wouldn't have said that. Right. I would never have said that. Right. But now I'm saying you have got to do this. Right. You really have to do this. So it has been worth the risk is what you're saying. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Without, without a second thought. I'm glad. <laughs> and I'm really glad, too. You are just the best. Thank you. That's all there is to that. So perhaps what we can do now is give suggestions to help crack that open a little bit. I think that would be a good idea. For the audience. Okay. Because it's great to understand, oh, you feel this way and you worked it out, but what about us? What about me? Exactly. All right. You're approaching your um, your spouse that you have a suspicion maybe on the spectrum. So say, I'm noticing this. Can we, very simply, very plain, I want to talk about this and I see there's resistance. I can appreciate that. This is important to me. So if you need time to 
pause, think about it, whatever. Can we come back in 10, 15, 20 minutes, depending on whatever? But let's not just let it float away. Can we talk a little about it and step back? Does that sound safe to you? Yes, you know, a that safe sounds way to... safe. It's a safe way to say it. Okay. But I, th I think, and this is just coming from my point of view. Right. And if I'm... you ask, say, can we spend five minutes okay. talking about it? Work in baby steps mm -hmm. okay. and then increase the size of the steps as you go because it may be just too overwhelming Okay. from the spectrum side of things. Right, especially... If, if that partner has is on the spectrum, they're going to hesitate They're living time. overwhelmed yes. as it is. Yes, <laughs> so they are. Yes, yes. They are. They're living the overwhelmed life. Yes. And this is just another thing that will be overwhelming. Okay. I think by feeding it to me in really small increments. Okay. I realize that for those of you who are listening, you may be thinking, I don't want to take this long. Why does it have to take so long to work on this and to get it started and all this? All I can tell you is it does because it does. There you I, go. I know that <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know that sounds really silly. It does because the the if you are the, indeed on the spectrum, yes. you are going to be overwhelmed. Yes. And this is one more piece of overwhelm. So I think where there's a struggle is that the neurotypical spouse is saying they don't want to go there. They don't want to talk about it. Can you address that? It's about, does it hurt to go there? <laughs> does it? I mean, it'll hurt, but not, but I mean... How do you overcome that barrier? And honestly, this, you know, not to just, well, let's find something wrong. That's not the point. It's like, I feel like, and I had no idea actually when we started on this journey, but I feel like it has helped so much to be able to understand you better and that I've been able to communicate better with you and that in has in turn enriched the relationship yeah. and then you've also had to you know i mean i've had to do some work on my side of it as absolutely. well this is not something where one side gets their way and the other side doesn't have to do anything right right or something like right. that that's not the way this is going to work right and it's, it's going to be one of those things where it's going to take work on both sides of the relationship. And, and, you know, I agree with that. I'm wondering, though, if that might be too much if we're just trying to crack the door open, though. I wonder if that, I mean, I agree. Yeah. I'm just wondering if that piece well, of that information. That might blow the audience away by thinking, well, then I don't want to talk about it. It's right, going to take right, all this time. Right. But, okay, so let's talk about the baby steps. Well, so are what, they feel oh, safer? I mean, is that a safer, like... Yes, because I think that the baby steps is where you're going to make inroads to cracking that thing open, at least right. from where I'm sitting. Right. And the way I'm looking out mm -hmm. at this. Right. I think the best way to approach it is, A, take baby steps to do it, and B, spend a lot of time loving the other person. Okay. Not necessarily talking about the fact that you suspect they're on mm -hmm. the... That you suspect that they're... <laughs> on the spectrum. On the spectrum, yeah. <laughs> yes. 
I was trying to avoid going spec spec twice. <laughs> so let them know that you love them. Mm-hmm. Listen to them when they right. talk, even about right. stupid stuff. Right. Even if it's, oh, look at the carpet. Doesn't that look ratty? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we should talk about that. You know, okay. just start communicating right. in small steps on just about any subject so that those of us on the spectrum can feel like we can talk. Right. Because if we feel like we have the freedom to talk without being criticized, without changing your tone, and that sort of thing, and Mm -hmm. I realized what you are feeling, but that doesn't come across to me right away. Okay. I don't understand the depth of feeling you have regarding talking about this. Right. I'm still at the point where what's the problem here? Right. We're married. We're okay. We're paying the bills. What's the deal? Mm-hmm. Well, the deal is we aren't communicating. We aren't growing. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. but you got to do it in really small steps. Right. And, and I think it's fair to request, e- even if you don't agree or it, it, it just doesn't make sense, or maybe it isn't a thing. Who knows? Who knows? Mm-hmm. It doesn't hurt your relationship for the neurodiverse spouse to communicate that in words that can be understood. Don't leave your, you know, I mean, I I guess I'm speaking from a neurotypical, but sometimes we feel like we're left hanging. So we keep having to pound on the same door because we're not getting a response back. Okay, I mean that, that, that we're just, and we're gonna chip that door down because yeah, you yeah, we're I, not getting anything back. Yes, and I didn't want to leave the audience thinking that you talk about superficial things and it'll work. Not necessarily. Right. You can talk about superficial things. You're gonna have to come to the real problem mm-hmm. eventually, mm-hmm. and that shouldn't take too terribly long. You've got to, you have to kind of sprinkle that into the conversation. Are you talking about addressing the issue if you're sprinkling it in the conversation? Because I'm I'm confused about about what you're speaking about. You're talking about little things to let us know that we can talk. And so we realize more that, oh, she's listening more. We can talk about some things. I see. Okay. And but at the same time, then you can start talking about the issue that you really want to talk about. Okay. And... I think once I that think, little communication door is right. open. Well, do you think coming out plainly? You have is to better? be plain. You're okay. right. You have okay. to be plain because if that person is on the spectrum, they're only going to hear it if you're plain. Right. Well, and you'll feel attacked if yeah. I'm being yeah. snarky which, <laughs> about right. it. You know, right. if that's, I come in. That's and... <laughs> very true. Being plain doesn't mean you have to blow them away. Mm-hmm. It just means being plain just means don't put any nuance into it. Okay. Don't use any euphemisms or right. other isms in your speech. Right. Make it a plain speech. Mm-hmm. Because that's those of us on the spectrum have trouble getting all that stuff. And that's good to know because then, and I think it, it should be fair that to have some sort of response back of, you know, I don't know. I guess I would, f- you know, everybody's journey is different, but if it's like, well, if this is important to you, okay, we can talk about it. I'll do research. Or could, is that a fair thing for you to say? Well, let me think about it. Let's get back in a week about it, like you're saying. Yes, no you no pressure, no rush. Another thing you could do that you just said is to, here, 
I wrote this website down. Just on your own, whenever you get a chance, take a look at it and then let me know what you think. And so I need to come back to you and communicate about it. Mm -hmm. And we're communicating about the subject without mm -hmm. being, you know, you need to go to the doctor and get diagnosed. Because that's what we hear. If we're researching it on our own without mm -hmm. being you standing over us or anything like that. Right, right. And I don't like to use those kinds of words, but that's kind of how, how a person feels. on the spectrum feels. It's how it feels. It's, you yeah. know, because they've had to create this very private bubble that they live mm -hmm. in. Right. And you're trying to poke that bubble open, and mm -hmm. you're a little defensive about that. Well, yeah. I guess the thing is, it's important for your relationship that if somebody cares about you that says, I at least, we need to at least maybe look at this, explore it a little bit. And if it turns out to be nothing, well, maybe there's some other ways we need to learn how to communicate because I'm, I'm feeling... I'm feeling unheard. I'm, and it makes me feel in our relationship that you don't care. And if that's not what you're trying to get across, that's what I'm getting. Then you need to tell so, me. Yes, kind we, of thing. we need, yes. That direct talk. Yes, yes. Do, yeah, direct talk. And mm -hmm. yes. Well, I think we've covered just about everything we should cover mm -hmm. with this. Yeah. While we haven't given you a ton of, here, do this, here, do this, here, do this. We want to help you understand the feelings that are going on on both sides yes. of the, quote, issue, end of quote. Mm -hmm. And so we hope, I hope, well, we hope yes, that we do. we've helped you do that. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'd love to hear from you if you've been yes, struggling please. with it. And let us know if this works or if it doesn't or if you find it does work. That would be great. Or let it let us know, let us know your story or, or yes. suggestions or thoughts. And everything is private. Everything is yes. Nothing leaves the room. Right. So right. Yeah. It's all kept very quiet. Yeah. And we like it that way. And I'm yeah. sure you would as well. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, we'll see you next. Yes, we'll see you next time when we talk again in Aspieland. Yes. Oh, don't forget to rate and review. Oh, my gosh. I forgot all about that. Rate and review. That's rate the way review. other people find us on the web. Yes. Many of you have found us on the web that same way. Thank you. And so we really appreciate you're doing that. And if yeah. you get a chance, if you uh, feel the need, just well, or you feel the desire to, the donate point. to the podcast and what we're doing here. It really helps keep things going, believe it or not. And, and uh, we do thank you for all of those who are donating, you yes, know. Yes, very much so. Even a little amount helps, you yes, know. it does. Even a little amount. It does. So. Okay, well, I'm happy that we got together yeah, and discussed too. this. Thank you. This yes. was so important it's that important. we just felt like we have to talk about this yeah. because it is a reoccurring theme that we're starting to, to catch in emails. And so we really wanted to hit on it. So we hope you've helped you out mm -hmm. and we'll talk to you next time in Aspieland. Thanks for listening to the Aspieland podcast. If you like this podcast, pass the word. This podcast is for everyone, whether you have Asperger's syndrome or not, because the more who listen, the better our opportunity to become more sensitive and compassionate, not only to those who have the disorder, but to all humankind as well. Thanks for visiting, and I hope you'll listen again.